Today is April 19th, little midweek episode of Talking Yanks. Got some sharp stats, got some guests the lineup, got some hot hitter, got some other notes and stuff to discuss. So let's do it. Let's talk Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy Jake. Recaps galore. Talking Yanks, episode number 733. My name is Jimmy. Sitting next to me is Jake. There's someone in between us, but you cannot see him. And BBD is behind the desk producing away. Brought to you by SeatGeek, code Yanks. Get yourself some tickets. Uh, Big day here in the office. Coming off an off day. Looking to recharge, reboot, and go into the Detroit series on a good note. So we'll see how everyone feels. Coming off one of the more depressing episodes for me. Uh, of Talking Yanks in its kind of decent-sized history. Now, I was going to say short history, but we've been around for a while. Um, Company also started AMP and Baseball Today and a bunch of other shows are on an Amazon show called AMP. I did my first one today. Joe's got a show. So make sure you download the app AMP, A-M-P. Listen live. We're taking callers and have fun. Jake, how are you? James, BBD, yeah, a couple things you hit in the beginning we got to do. Uh, thanks, SeatGeek. Good SeatGeek uh, article came out today with the Jimmer. He was also on a podcast. Go check that out. And AMP, uh, you have to ha- use the code baseball today if you want to check out. Baseball today is the one that's going to be on every day, um, 11.30 a.m. Eastern time, Monday through Friday. Uh, use the code baseball today in the AMP app. Um, we're having fun in there. Jimmy was taking live callers today. Joe's is going to be on taking live callers today, so uh, we're we're messing around in there. And yeah, I'm uh, Jim. There's a reason we record after the series. You've you said it a bunch of times. You let that emotion run. You let it run wild. We're fans. That's the whole thing. And uh, yeah, I mean, the further you step away from it, you start using logic and all that stuff, which stinks. Um, you know, I. Josh Donaldson currently off to a slow start to the season. He has one big good week this week, and he could be off to like a good start to the year. Um, that stuff needs to start happening, though. I think uh, the the five and five Yankees. Uh, luckily, kind of nobody else in the division is off to a crazy good start. Otherwise, like if the Rays were eight and two right now, I think we'd be punching air harder than ever. But. Um, I'm excited for one of the biggest reasons. We have Sharp Stats is back. Love Katie Sharp. Love Sharp Stats. Excited to hear what she's talking about. And, you know, it, the the evolving parts of the season, uh, whether it's Mike King's breakout, Timmy Castro gets the call this weekend. He made the nice catch and what that means for the Yankees' bench and depth and all that. So, uh, yeah, I'm I like talking Yanks with you guys. My doing things together, no logic or rat. Like my, I'm the same mindset I was. You seem logical from last episode. Like it has. It, sometimes it changes. You're like, oh man, I was really just beat up after a loss. 
but it's not the players. It's not the individual players' stat right. lines that I'm upset about. And so, yeah, I'm still the same. Like, if Cole gives up three runs in the first or second inning, that's a very deep hole that... Oh, yeah. I don't know if I... Oh, and if that happens, absolutely. Um, Cole, I am the mo- one of the most excited I've been for a Garrett Cole start. The rest of the pitching staff is shoving around you. And this is the third one. You're built up. It's a cold night in Detroit. One of the best pitchers parked in baseball. Better be there tonight, Garrett. I want to find out uh, who crushes fastballs on the Tigers. Oh, I have a good what to watch for for the pregame show coming up tonight, probably around 3.34. Okay. Yeah. little teaser. Okay. little teaser for the people. Um, so yeah, we got sharp stats. Guess the lineup. Mm. I'm uh big guess the lineup today. Yeah, like I'm down thinking about it. Sure. Um I'm down thinking about the fact that they pinch it for Kiner. Like I think that means way more than it does. The pinch hit for the shortstop you traded for ten games into the season is like such an honest thing to the fans like yeah you guys hyped him up not us it was just a stopgap. <laughs> I didn't hype him up well no like you like know I, the first thing I looked at this morning swear on my life the first thing I looked at this morning the Yankees 40 man you know who's on there Peraza both of them Peraza and Cabrera are both on the Yankees 40 man roster I know, it's just, you just pinch hit for him. Game 10. Not a hitter. But I, if there's anyone still out there saying, like, this is, hmm. they wanted him. Remember the slide up the slide him up the lineup crew? I mean, <laughs> that was the dumbest crew we've ever had to publicly respond to. They got very loud, very, like, quick. Like, I, Izzy should be leadoff hitter. And I was like, guys. Um... So we'll we'll get to guess the lineup. I, I, is sharp stats good or is it bad? It's a negative stat. Damn. Mm. Let's just rip into it then. Sharp stats is brought to us by Tops, the Tops Bunt app. I've been telling you guys I was about to crack it open. Was actually also sending a business email. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. The Tops who Tops Digicon new graphic BBD. Oh, I like that. Uh, A, go get the Top Spun app. It's the best. And now it's their ever-growing community, their third ever Digicon, Jim. The three-day event takes place via their Twitch stream, twitch.com slash topsdigicast. Boasts a strong lineup of celebrities, artists, personalities, and athletes, including Pete Alonzo, Brent Phillips, and our very own Trevor Plouffe and Peter Moylan. You probably thought we were blowing smoke up your bums when we said that Moylan and Plouffe were into this stuff. They're deep in it. And they will face off in head-to-head and heated competition in bunt trivia. Be sure to tune in April 29th, 11.30 a.m. Eastern on their Twitch stream, twitch.com slash topsdigicast. Uh, anything involving Plouffe and Peter Moylan is a good time, so go check that out. Uh, tops. It's the Tops. 
Hey guys, what's up? It's Katie Sharp back again for another season of Sharp Stats. All right, let's get to it. So the first Sharp Stat of the season is going to be about, yep, it's the Yankees hitting with runners in scoring position, <laughs> or I should probably say lack of hitting with runners in scoring position. So as I record this on Monday, the Yankees have the fifth worst batting average with runners in scoring position at 190. Um, that's terrible. And, well, some of you might look at their batting average on balls and play, or their BAPIP with runners in scoring position, which is 207, and say, oh, well, <laughs> they're due for a regression. They're going to get better, right? Um, not so fast. I don't think so. They absolutely deserve that low batting average with runners in scoring position and that low BAPIP with runners in scoring position. And I'm going to give you three reasons why. First, so the Yankees, we know they hit the ball hard, right? They, they rank second overall in hard hit rate this season. But with runners in scoring position, that drops to 17th in the majors. They also have the third highest ground ball rate with runners in scoring position. And then this is the kicker. They have seen the second most infield shifts with runners in scoring position this season. So you've got a team that doesn't hit the ball hard. They hit it on the ground a lot, and they're getting shifted a ton with runners in scoring position. And there you go, folks. That's why the Yankees suck at hitting with runners in scoring position so far this season. Talk to you guys next week. Bye. It's also why they've hit into so many double plays. Katie Thanks, Sharp. Katie Sharp. Bringing out. That was artistry. That was baseball artistry. I felt like I was watching a Bob Ross video. <sighs> That's peaceful, though. And a little bit of the shifting. And we're hitting the ball into the ground. I was a sniper. <sighs> okay. That's why they've hit into the league-leading double plays. And that's... That's what... Um, I mean, I started saying with Gary, and I said with Gallo, and I started with other people, like... Babip is... Nothing. Mm. If you hit it, if you're so predictable in where you hit it. Like, they get shifted on because they're so predictable, and then they're slow. So, it's like, remember Kendry Morales? Mm. He was going to hit it to that one spot every single time, and then they're just going to throw him out every single time. And I was like, hey, man. Yeah. Maybe change your swing or approach so it's not just that. Yeah. Every time. So that's kind of what it is, man. They, they've they hit into so many inning-ending double plays. You think of the Donaldson one, like, that's usually hit up the middle. It's like, well, but teams know that. They're just predictable and pitchable, and that's what we heard all last year is, like, this team's easy to pitch to. Yes. Uh, the speed thing is uh, the obvious other factor that hops into this, the Yankees, uh, with very little emphasis on their roster. So when you... You know, hard hit into the ground. Uh, everything starts to add up there. I, I guess the launch, the launch angle is the part of that that I'd I'd want to know more about. Like, you know, the Yankees aren't a team of guys that should be hitting the ball into the ground. You know, I I feel like that's another Yankee land argument is that people want. You know, people usually argue the other way. Like, oh, these Yankees launch angle. They're only trying to hit home runs. Um, but yeah, ha hammering the ball into the ground, 
That's no bueno. I, I, I guess the other area that my brain jumped to a little bit is kind of the DJ LeMahieu conversation. Because, um, you know, I, there's a lot of Yankee fans, and I'm still kind of one of them, that would love to see DJ top of the lineup lead off. Like, again, that's, that's what fueled kind of those fun Yankee offenses. He was the ignition during the 2019 uh, 28, 2020 seasons where he was at the top of the lineup doing DJ things. It makes you wonder they've been messing around with DJ in that five hole, um, splitting up some of the big boys that when we're talking about guys that get shifted on, DJ is the one Yankee you can't shift on. So uh, I don't know. I guess that's trying to get things that could be interesting or wins out of this conversation is the, the DJ LeMahieu question that continues on for the Yanks. I mean, last year, that was the problem. They all hit the ball into the ground. Stan did, but he can hit it hard enough at times. DJ did. Glaber did. They were all just hitting ground balls. Um, It's so early, so I, obviously, but all we can talk about is what we've seen so far. But DJ's numbers right now, his launch angle is really low. It's 1.5, so it's just a lot of in the ground. He's barreling balls uh, at a much higher clip than he did last year. Um, right now, he's barreling balls at a 9.1% clip. And in 2019, when he had his really good full season, it was uh, 7.5. So it'll come back down. But last last year, it was 3.7. And in 2020, it was 2.9 when everyone said, like, yeah, right. but the, the numbers were bad. He got lucky. So DJ's the main one there because he's, he's slow and hits the ball hard, and it's all about finding gaps. Um can't be shifted. I know those were a lot of sharp stats we originally did when DJ was coming to prominence on the Yankees. Is that shift proof? I, I think yeah. he was like his batting average. <laughs> I think he was like a thousand percent for a while. It was it was like six for six or something. Uh, yeah, his his baseball savant numbers look really good. Um, his numbers are good. They bench him more than they bench other guys. Yeah, I mean his his baseball savant looks similar to. 2019 and 2020, which again, um, he uh, he needs to be every day. Um, whether that's leadoff or fifth, um, and I mean, I, I mean, the Donaldson Donaldson experiment is fun, but clearly he's not locked in right now. Um, and I mean, if there's a guy you could circle for that whole Katie Sharp call, it's Donaldson. <laughs> I mean, the felt like Espinal was just playing. It felt like there was two Espinals whenever Donaldson was up. Like, it felt like they had a, a left side and a right side Espinal, and he was there for every ball. Who's that? On the Blue Jays. I know Espinal, but when did it feel like there was two of them? Uh, Donaldson. Oh. Every Donaldson at bat. Yeah. Just hitting it, yeah. Um, DJ needs to be, uh, be the starting short second baseman every day. I don't know where that leaves Glaber, man, and that's probably why they should have tried to move him when they – Made their deals in the offseason. We were like, so Glaber's gone. And then they didn't. And then we were like, okay, but how's this going to work? And now we're finding out it really, it doesn't work. They're still kind of banking on injury to then settle up the lineup. Glaber's numbers are bad. Like his result numbers. I think he's looked better than his result numbers, to be honest. Like just like eye test for whatever my eye test is worth. But he should not be starting more than DJ. Or the same as DJ, if it's the option that one of them, you know, it's between them two at, at one point. It shouldn't be like 50-50. It should be 
70-30 would be the, like, widest margin I'd go. Well, let's talk about Glaber a little bit. And this Glaber conversation is brought to you by Manscaped. Because uh, the Yankees... Start of the season's been a close shave. A lot of close games again. We said Yankees. We need some blowouts from you. That's how you reset the bullpen. That's when you can rest guys. Um, and you should rest this razor around your manscaped area. You know? Yeah, I guess so. You rest it right around the area. And you turn, it, sort of on turn and it on and rest it for rest a little bit and, and see what happens. It, and I guess that's also when it's working. Um, manscaped. You go to manscaped.com. Code Yanks, 20% off, free shipping with code Yanks. Um, 100% waterproof. We like that. Eliminate foot odor. With I need some of that. Again, they send over. It's not just around your man area. They've got other stuff. They're like a full. They're coming to help out your not-so-private parts. Yes, with their performance package 4.0. Um. Yeah, I, I mean, go check them out at Manscaped. Code Yanks, 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Take care of your downstairs mix-up, you know? You got to. Get things in order, and that's what we're trying to do with the Yanks lineup. Um, yeah, Jim, and I, you know, it's going to lead us into a little bit of guess the lineup later, but... Um, DJ LeMahieu needs to be an everyday player. Um, I, I guess where the conversation goes into, and, and you and I were both running hot on this, um, and it was making the rounds on the internet a little bit yesterday. I, I guess, so the next pivot point from DJ, because he needs to be in the lineup every day. Mm-hmm. Like his, he is one of three guys on the Yankees hitting. It's him, Rizzo, and Hicks right now. Yeah, and I mean, Judge is... Judge looks fine, looks but... Fine, yeah. Like, his, his numbers are sub-judging uh, so far. Um, but he looks fine. You know, Stanton, similar boat, et cetera, et cetera. But there's, there's three guys that are currently performing at or over their skis. Um, and it's DJ, Rizzo, and Hicks. Um, so from there, uh, I mean, the only other conversation is really Donaldson. Um, because he's off to a slow start. Oh, we're talking about Glaber, I thought. A playing time. I'm gonna lead. I'm gonna lead back to Glaber. Okay. It's it's the playing time situation for Glaber. Excuse me, because DJ needs to be in there. Yeah. So then it goes to Donaldson, who pretty much needs to be in there. Uh, a couple DH days and maybe a rest day. He is. He's kind of the elder statesman on the Yanks. But yeah, if you're getting Glaber playing time, that means Donaldson is DHing, and DJ goes to third, where he did look fine uh, to start this season. But yeah, it's. Like twice a week until he shows that he looks something better than he has early on this season. Yeah, I don't know what you do with Glaber, but I mean, he's been bad for 179 games now. Yeah. 700 and last 712 plate appearances. He has a 696 OPS, a 332 on base percentage. He's hit 13 home runs in his last 712 plate appearances, 13 home runs in his last 626 at bats. So, we're past blip, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's no, this is who Glaber is until he proves not to. Like, anyone that's banking on uh, that 2018, 2019 Glaber is just a, a given that that guy will come back. No, we're, we're past that. He needs to do that before we can right. 
sit there and say Absolutely. he is what he is. And right now, he's putting pressure on himself. Like, we have some numbers here. He is chasing more than he ever has and making contact less than he ever has. So he's swinging uh, 38.3% of the time, up from 20, 22 last two years. And he's making contact when he chases uh, 52% of the time, which is down from 56, um, which is below league average and above league average the wrong way on both sides. He's swinging at the first pitch 58% of the time. Mm. Um, so he's putting pressure on himself. It's not... So far, the results aren't good and the analytics aren't good. I don't know why for me. I, I feel like it's better than it, the results in the analytics look. Um, I think it's just a couple hits the other way and some like adjustment swings that I like seeing. But yeah, I mean, he's he's got some baseball savant numbers that are are back towards Glaber's better years. Um, the hard hit percentage, the average exit velo when he does hit it. Um, yeah, and the chase rate, you, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, that's a guy... That's a young guy who knows that he's got now a year and a half of struggling that is now part of a infield rotation that, that doesn't feel comfortable. And that's where, you know, even, even when Glaber last year, 2021, a, a season that, you know, that second half ended up being pretty solid, um, you know, chase rate, 83rd percentile, like that's, like that's good. That's controlling the zone, going back to some old... Old boonisms. Um, That's like contributing to the team, even if the results aren't fully there. Like, hey, you don't, you don't, you're not chasing balls. You have a decent approach. But it's getting results. It 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 makes a lot of sense. Unfortunately, when we're talking about, um, you know, five guys for four spots or however you want to label it, um, that yeah, I I mean, it's gonna be. It should be probably a little tougher for Glaber to play than what they're gonna make it. Um, and as we, we ease towards guess the lineup in a little bit, I, I mean, I don't think he starts tonight. Um, but yeah, it, at a certain point you have to earn your keep. Like it's, <laughs> it's results driven. Um, cause it's not, it's also not analytically driven here. Like it, that's, that's what we always end up telling people when they lean into analytics. Like when it comes award season, we always say like, Reward the stats. I don't no. care yeah. that you that you had a better FIP. If they had a better ERA, that means they allowed less earned runs. That's mm-hmm. the goal. That's what we're trying to do. Um, so, yeah, man, uh, with Glaber performing, it, DJ shouldn't be in the conversation for resting. Um, if anything, it's Donaldson as he tries to find his way uh, out of his his early season funk a little bit. Um, but again, like when you talk about end game and what we're working towards, Donaldson has a much larger stake in the ground than Glaber does. Glaber should be on the bench. They should have traded him before they had to do this, and then they got a bench player. Or kept Wade, because he's better than, like, kind of fluffa. Killing it. Off to a great start. It brings you faster speed, more defensive positions, and a lefty approach. Versatile. I don't, I don't want to... Misconstrue this as like saying Glaber's been great, but like uh, just another ha- like a trying to give him something. Four days ago, he had a 800 OPS. Oh, for the Baltimore series, ain't good. Like it's it is early. It's he early. can turn it around. 
It's but he shouldn't but, be uh, he shouldn't uh, be playing over the guys we're talking. Yeah, unfortunately about. for him, that's the situation. Where they in. constructed a roster where he's the odd man out. Right. Totally. No, and that's again results. <laughs> I forget we haven't said this in a while. It's fun to be back into it. Results matter. Yeah. Well, and not like, not to half of the young baseball fans. These days. <laughs> Res, huh. Results matter, and yeah, uh, BBD. That's a great point. That hey, Toronto. We were feeling pretty good about Glaber. He found the porch. Uh, that inside-out swing, and then he goes to Baltimore, which was his like. Well, realized he happy can't get place. that home run, yeah. so he just started bunting. <laughs> I showed Jake and Joe's a montage of the New York, the New York bunters, the yeah. Bronx bunters. It's hilarious. Good content. They tried to lay down like twelve bunts in the last three games. Bunt season, baby. Uh, you go zero for eleven in Baltimore, where the whole team was hoping to get fat and happy. Two of the bunts worked. Rizzo's, which was accidental, he was like, "Oh shit!" Accidental. And it wasn't then, a quality bunt. And then Kiner's push bunt worked up the first base side on Thursday against right. Blue Jays. Uh, but you had Hicks tried to lay down bunts. Rizzo tried to lay down two two strike bunt and got out. Glaber laid down two bunts, just easy outs. Um, Hicks, I said him. Uh, Kiner tried to lay down bunts. So I appreciate the effort of trying to put the ball in play, but it's almost like they saw Rizzo and Kiner do it, and they were like, yeah, I can do that. And Wade, and Wade, uh, not Wade, I just saw that in the chat. And um, uh, totally, Glaber was like, oh, shit, can't hit home runs here anymore. I got a bunt. So. Yeah, that was Over nice. under half bunt attempt by the Yankees in tonight's game. Tonight's game. Yeah. Uh, over. You think there will be one? Yeah. Cold night in Detroit. Offense hasn't done anything in a minute. Okay. I think we get a bunt. Okay. Bunt tap. Wade's been fully good in L.A., by the way. Tyler Wade has been good in L.A. Saw his, was watching, uh, was hopping around MLB last night because there was no, uh, no Yankee game. And, uh, yeah, saw Wade stubble live. Nice, nice little inside out, left center f- Field double. Well, Waiter made a tangible change to his swing last season. Uh, and then the Yankees gave him everyday run, and they decided they didn't want him every day. They wanted him. They valued him off the bench. But it was it was the same. It was it was different. It was it was like when a guy changes his pitch mix, and you're like, all right, well, kind of got to scrap, you know, four seam starting fastball guy out because now he throws a two seam and like Gossman. Like you kind of can't look at Gossman's. Orioles stats because he's a completely different pitcher now. That's what happened with Wade last year. It's like he's finally going the opposite way, hitting the ball on the ground and using his speed. When the first four years of career is aiming at the short porch, and we were like, "Waiter, come on!" And he did it, and he had a really good year for the Yankees. And then they traded him, and it's like I don't know. He kind of just tapped into like finally made the change we've been wanting to make, and now that doubled the other way. uh, In whatever, can't get lost on that. Good luck, Waiter. Um, good luck to Yanks. Big series in Detroit. Hopefully it, uh, hopefully it ends up being a fun juxtaposition in a couple nights of last year's trip to Detroit where they punted. They went literally triple A Yanks on them. Um, is that, Jim, I don't, I don't know if that's something that, because you like the memory lane part, if you bring up those box scores from the last Detroit series, is that going to... Fuel the fire or send you to, uh, as Joe's McFly says, monkey, monkey mode? Um, I don't know. That It's kind of hilarious at this point. Like, it was Davey started for, like, one of his only starts when he was bad. 
Uh, struggling. Struggling in AAA. They brought him up to start that series, I believe. Did Abreu start a game? Maybe it was yeah, at least it was like a bulk. Was guy Nestor or one? You know, it was before, late. It was um, before Nestor had gotten going. It, might it was been. late May. I have it. So the last Detroit, the infamous Detroit punt series, when they they had like the who did they have coming up? Because that was their their like reasoning. Well, we got guys coming. Up. We got big games coming up. It's like, come on, you losers! I oh love. yeah, that was before uh, they had Tampa, Boston coming up. Four games against Tampa, one, two, three, four, and three against Boston. So they fully punted the Tiger series. Like, fully punted the Tiger series. Um, uh, let's see. Well, Cole started game one. So so they ran out uh, Odor, Clint, Higgy, Gardner, uh, and got rest on the bench. Lost that game. Justin Wilson, I think, lost it. Mm. Then the two games before the series uh, against the other guys, they brought up Davey Garcia and had Alberta Bray, who piggyback him. Mm. Lost that game. They also had Rugi bat in the two-hole. Mike Ford play at first. Outfield of Andujar, Frazier, and Gardner. Mm. Then in the next Detroit series, they... Uh, brought up Mike King to start, pitched Nestor Cortez Jr. and Nick Nelson. And that was by design. We're going to let all of our bullpen rest. We're going to do is Abreu, Nestor, Nelson out of relief, and we're going to bring up Davey, and we're going to move King to the starting role for the last two games in Detroit because we have the big seven against Tampa and Boston coming up. And what happened? They lost both of those games. They assumed they were going to win the Cole game and be like, oh, we'll piece together one of these other two. And they didn't win the Cole game and didn't adjust. How great. And, like, that's what they're, they're – they still are going to do that this year. Like that we, So, yeah. That's so funny to look back at. They literally brought up a bunch of pitchers and said we're going to rest all of our bullpen these two games against the Tigers because we have the bigger games. Then they went to – and five in those next two games. So what did you do? Just win the games you can win. Sets a bad tone, and that was my whole clip that was going around yesterday. It's it's about the tone. It's not the fact that, you you know, if you were replying like, well, Rizzo, Gallo, Stanton, you know, the, the rest of the Yankees lineup should be good enough to beat the Orioles. Well, A, they kind of haven't proven that, and B, by resting judge, you set a tone that you don't need to care or be as passionate about these games when – they're the games you should be collecting up wins. And by the way, uh, Ruggie Odor, 102 games for the Yankees last year. It might be a good note that he's a bench player for the Orioles now. Um, You know, I know we got caught up in Ruggie a little bit last year. Mike Ford, you just mentioned him a couple times. Uh, Andujar's at AAA. Guardy's half-forced into retirement. Clint's a bench player for the Cubs. So, dude, look at this. So they, they sat Stanton a game. At Detroit during that series, give him a day off. They DJ and Judge played all three. They sat Urshela for one. Odor got in. Ford got in. Andujar got in two. Frazier got in three. I don't know who was on the bench at that time, but 
Almost sounds like Baltimore without a hailstorm in between. They just don't take it's it. What I can't do it. It's just it just lacks all common sense. Well, you know where you can take your common sense, Jim. Somewhere you've been taking it actually. Europe, DraftKings Sportsbook. Are you I'll, having? A, are you about to have some more candy? I've been eating a lot of candy. I am. You're back in Easter, and you're just messing up Easter candy now. Someone put these. I went in there to grab a different snack. And there's a bowl. Oh, someone put Easter candy out. There's a bowl of. That's e- not cool. There's a bowl of Easter candy on the kitchen table did in the it? office. That's messed so, up. Someone who came in. Someone who beat me in. Someone who beat you in. Yeah. Well, I came in, and who was here? Lucas was here. Are we getting pranked? And I and and I ate a lot of the candy. Uh, Wait, but I've hold on. Sam asked me if I brought it, so it wasn't Sam. That's what would be your no, first it wasn't guess. Sam. She's been really happy. The, the the snack cabinet got replaced, replenished rather this week. And now we got. So I don't think she would have brought more snacks. Well, if you're looking to snack it up, go to the DraftKings Sportsbook. They're an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Jim's been placing bets. He, it looks like he's about to place one right now. That's his place and bet pose. You're seeing. I'm uh, very familiar with that. Excited to see where he's going to go with it. And if you see a winner out there, you see a team that's going to win, you can bet five dollars. Uh, and you get $200 in free bets uh, at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code JOMBOY. Bet just $5 and win $200 in free bets if your team wins their game. That's promo code JOMBOY at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. 21-plus restrictions apply. MLB trademarks used with permission. See show notes for details. What'd you got? what do you get there? I'm going to do another uh, parlay. Okay. Five. Jimmy Parlays. You're going five-legger again. Yeah, five-leg parlay. Oh, boy. Um, You like those. I'm going to take the over. Currently don't believe in Cole. Okay. I'm going to take that um, DJ gets a hit. Like that. I don't know if I'm going to do player to homer. It's going to be cold at Comerica. Cole always gives up a homer, so you mm. should choose a Tiger. Meadows, he's seen him a lot from the uh, Rays days, so I have Meadows to homer. I don't like putting mm. that in the parlay, though. I'll, maybe I'll do that separately. Garrett Cole, strikeouts thrown. I'll go five plus. That's the lowest option they give. Mm. Tyler Alexander, strikeouts thrown. Hmm. I think I need the home run to make this a worthwhile parlay. What do you think? I'm looking for that bet from last year. You remember I had that losing pitcher gives up a homer bet? They might have scrapped that. They might have scrapped that. I was making money. Yeah, it was a very easy bet to win. We we were kept doing it. We were we just text each other. I gotta find that. That was awesome. Uh was it pitcher props? I was just there. I didn't see it. There's pitcher to record a win, which is brutal because pitchers don't pitch anymore. Pitches don't pitch anymore. We're back at five. Other batter props. Aaron Hicks, RBIs. Ooh. No, I don't think he hasn't been good. Anthony Rizzo, RBIs. All right, so I'll do, I'll add that to the list. Okay. Um, What does innings mean? Oh, I like doing total runs in the first inning. Okay. 
No, first inning three-way. The fuck does mm. that mean? Bet. Man, how much stuff they have on here is kind of crazy. Holy smokes. Webb Scherzer tonight. Jimmy, let's play uh, guess the line. Detroit Tigers total runs by the third inning over. Great. I did it. Let's play a little guess the lineup. I don't um, want to, but yes, we can. I uh, I think I have a lean. Five units on that really? parlay. Five of your units. Yep, on that parlay. On that parlay. And cash out 100 bucks. Um, they all hit. That would be, uh, yeah, that would be how that, that would work. Um, I think the Yankees lineup today. Oh, this sucks because I don't believe it, but I think it's right. I think they run back opening day. Because I think they reset with the Baltimore series. You know, like we said last year, Detroit was a... Detroit last year was Baltimore last week. Got their rest days in and all that. That I think, um, that I think they run back their opening day as that's like their one lineup. So that would be Donaldson at third, Judge, Rizzo, Stanton, DJ LeMayhew, Gallo, Hicks, Higgy, Falefa. Jake, I kind of like that idea. They get to, they got to their first like scheduled off day yesterday. It's like, they reset. Right, we got everyone their one off day. They just everywhere did, in this sequence. They just did spring training 2.0. Now it's opening day. Basically. I would I would hope they'd flip Donaldson and DJ. That would be my hope. But I don't know. Um so Glaber on the bench. Um I mean, is Gallo going to play? It is a lefty. He hasn't started against a lefty yet. It is a lefty. Um, but he got the day off. He just got his double off day. Quotes. I mean. Over his career, it's, he's not like actually. Hicks is going to lead off. right? Yeah, his career, 800 OPS versus lefties. I think it's going to go Hicks, Judge, Rizzo, Stanton, um, Donaldson, DJ, Glaber, or no Glaber, Hicks, Kiner. I think you had, had Hicks, Hicks leading off. You had Hicks one hole. Okay, Hicks, uh, Kiner, Higgy. How many play guys do I have? I have eight, so I'm missing someone somewhere. Donaldson? Yeah, yeah no, I got him. Judge and... Oh, yeah, yeah, because you had... Right field, Rizzo at first base. Stanton DHing, yeah. Donaldson at third base. DJ at second. Kiner catching. Or Kiner. Kiner short. Higgy catching. So, so you're an you outfielder short. Yes. Gallo, but then the lineup stinks. 
because they'll probably put like Gallo and Donaldson ahead of DJ. I think DJ's been ahead of Gallo when he's been down the lineup. True. I think because they like to split that. DJ is their Gallo neutralizer. But we've never seen them all play with one with Hicks X. leading off. With Hicks leading off, yeah. But he's done two games in a row now. Against the righty and a lefty. Thing. I think they're scrapping Donaldson as leadoff. Okay. I mean, I'm open to that, obviously, but I'm interested to see. Any chance they double rest someone here? Um, I mean, you're, there's something there with Gallo and Timmy Locastro getting called up. Like, uh, I like, am not. That wouldn't surprise me. I'm not shocked if Stanton doesn't play today. Against the lefty after a rest day, I, I don't think they can do that. Did did Stanton DH the last game of the Baltimore series? Do you remember? The last two. So he might, it could be like DH Judge and Stanton plays right. It it's a big outfield. To pull. It's a big, big outfield. outfield. That's, that, that would be my only thing. Um, if they're going to double rest someone, it's like a double and a half rest judge. They're going to do something that we don't think is fathomable. I could see them putting DJ leadoff and putting Hicks like five again to split stuff up. I think Hicks leading off is obviously very much in play because that's been the last two games. Um, last time DJ led off, Hicks batted seventh. I, th- I think before the move up to one, Hicks has been seven all year. That seven or one. Happened. So they got to try out a new Hicks spot. Yeah, uh, we will wait and see. You can't look at old lineups because that's basically like <laughs> you can't do the same thing that's twice. That's taking the bait. Yeah. It's funny. Who starts at catcher? Higgy? I mean, it's kind of coin flippy, right? I think with Cole, I think him and Higgy are still dating. We'll see. Be hilarious. If- when, when do we get to Cole just liking whoever the backup is again? Tonight would be a good night to find out. Find out who the backup is. Yeah. Rort Vet's hitting. Rort Vet. Rort Vet. Eat my shorts, Yankees. Trevino. Only Trevino in MLB right now. Trevino. He, uh... Trevino... I mean, two for four is last game. Two for three the game before that. Kind of have to play Trevino. So kind of play Trevino. Well, calls a giant baby. Yeah, and I'm still I'm still fine with either catcher, so I'm not gonna get hung up there. Okay. Not worth it. There you go. That is becoming my least favorite segment in the world, and it favorite. used to be my favorite segment. We did. Yeah, it's still sneaky. Kind of broke you every time, though. So I don't know. Maybe that was just an awakening on your end. I like trying to figure out what they're doing, and now it's like. We know what they're doing. Pining for rest. And needles. Pine needles. Pine needles, yeah. You got anything else? No. Okay. See you on the pregame show where I will be in a mood. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees.